we're recording now. So you have to be quiet. Okay. You don't have to be quiet the whole recording. Oh, okay. Okay. I have not volume checked this at all. to start this episode on as we wrap up the Asara arc of Jess and I am Cat Pride, the stoofer. I stoofed this thing. Hi, I'm Chris Bays, and I did the other stoof. She helped write it. And I wrote it and directed it. So. And I was in it a lot. Yeah. I was in it some. A, a, a bit. A bit. A bit. Not as much as you. Goodness, there was a lot of me in this. I hope you were a fan of me at this point in the show. Otherwise, you must have been very bored. <laughs> Wait, so you do all that fight to get that blanket, and now you're going to take it off? Yes, because I want to be able to hear the, and I can't if, like, the blanket's up to my ears. You don't understand, folks. Or... I also don't want us to blast out the mic. Well so. then, that's um, fine. She's fickle. We're sitting at my desk to record this commentary, and little did Cat know that my desk sits directly across from the AC vent. Yes, it's very cold. So I'm always complaining that I'm cold when I'm sitting at my desk. So I'm always wearing a sweater, and Cat's always like, "Whatever, it's hot in here." Pretty much. So today she comes over to sit by my desk so we can record this recording. She's like, "Holy crap! What is?" What is this? And I'm like, she's like, I'm getting this snug. I'm like, this is where I wear a sweater. And she's like, I'm getting a snuggie. I'm like, the snuggies are in my car from the last time I went to the drive-in. So I went through all this rigmarole to go get a blanket out of the closet. And uh, I'm now, it's only half on me now. Ah, Chris Britton. Chris Britton. You've been looking forward to this moment. Forever. Now, season two. Well, now that folks, now that you've listened to this episode, folks, I strongly encourage you if you're bored and just feel like you want something to do, go back. And now re-listen. go back and re-listen to the show. Every experience involving Asara and Obsidian is now colored by what you now know, and it puts an entirely different spin on things because. Chris always knew what happened between Asara and Obsidian. I told him up yep. front. He always knew the history behind it, so we always played it with that subtext. So, yeah. Poor Asara. She got a bad rap, man. And it just, you obviously, you have listened to the episode first. If not, hit stop. Do not pass. Go. Go listen to the episode, you silly, silly people. There I am. There you are. There's a lot of fighting in this episode. A lot of all sorts of stuff. Mmm. And also, oh, this. My sister did such a good job. Yeah. 
I remember we recorded this. God, yeah. that was a long time ago. It was a ago. long time ago, because she recorded both 38 and 39 in one sitting. Back last summer. Oh, I love the music I picked for this, too. <laughs> what was this piece? Uh, it's a zero project piece, but I can't remember what it was exactly. And now you all know why Asara freaked out when she almost called herself the Leviathan. She realized what she said all too late. Yep. Man! Her sister sounds creepy when she's all modded and crap. I know. She won't even recognize herself. That's the funny thing. You're gonna send this to her. She's like, no. I know. I thought it was funny because so we sat through. You know, the fun thing about Avalon is all of these Celtic names and so much oh, Lord. Gaelic and yes. and Welsh stuff to say. So I'm always constantly having to tell people how to pronounce stuff because I have to go do research before I even do it. And so my poor sister's like, I don't even know what half these words are. What? There's no vowels in this word except for the a cat, and I'm like, we're sitting in we're sitting in your your mom's basement for like two hours trying yes. to teach her words. It's hysterical. Constantly appearing in the nightclub, and I thought I could save you. And every time Sam and I would finally work past that wall one last time. So, fun story, folks. Initially, when I came up with Avalon, the story would have actually followed Asara. But then I realized that wasn't the story I wanted to tell, because I knew where Asara's story was going to end. I always knew she had a tragic ending for her story, and I was like, I don't want to tell that story. Wow, that would have been the most downer yeah! story. Wow, everybody, we're going we're gonna to learn about our new favorite hero, Genesis Avalon, and the story's going to end with her losing her baby and her powers. And everything's sad and miserable. Everything is sad and miserable. The end. Everything hurts, and I'm dying. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of story you win an Oscar for. Exactly. But not if you cast Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh! I can hear Leonardo crying from here. Man, Asara just makes, like, one bad... Like, by this point in her life, she doesn't even know where her moral compass is anymore. It's gone. Nope, it's gone. She was always meant to be the flawed Avalon, though. Oh, yeah. Everything about her becoming Avalon was messed up. Yep. I never wondered Nothing followed the natural order. And it's all Obsidian's fault. Yep. And Lilith's. But mostly Obsidian's. She was hungry. I should have figured it out. Ah, but if Francesca had not done the thing to Obsidian that she did... Would have yeah, been so that's true. Because the whole thing about that was that Francesca cursed him to feel love. She cursed him with a soul. Yeah. So a creature that had no soul before suddenly doesn't know what to do with one. Wee little Exodus. He's so wee in this He's episode. He's so wee. Hell? Get out of here! Go! 
Oh, wow, what was that sound supposed to be? The She started to ramp up a spell, uh-huh. and then Lee walked in, so she had to stop the spell before she accidentally hurt her. And then you had to do that, you harpy! Also, fun story, that's the same scream you did episode six. I've used the same one ever say, since. I was about to say, that sounds like... Uh, the same one from long ago. Yep, I used the original one because, uh, you did it so well the first time. And it's more of a spell than, you know, an actual vocal cue, so. I wanted consistency. Yeah. Case anyone's curious, an impact noise is a real thing. That's a very scary thing. What she, what Leanne went through? Yeah. Those are terrifying. Impact noises are what happen when you get hit, like, when you're too close to a blast or... Oh, and you get that ringing. And you get that... But it's worse than, like, tinnitus where you get the ringing. It's where you... It's the kind of thing that scrambles your brain, where you try to talk, but the words that come out aren't actual words. It's like on Uncharted when a a grenade goes off too close to Nate, (laughs) and everything kind of goes gray and distorted, and the sound goes... For, like, three seconds. We just finished the Uncharted series. Correction, I finished playing the Uncharted series. She finished watching me play the Uncharted series. I count that as playing it. (laughs) And it was really awesome. If you're looking for a new video game and you like the Indiana Jones-style adventures, Uncharted. That was not the final piece. See, you thought you were just going to get some commentary on an episode. No, apparently get game wrecks while you're at it. That's how I roll. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. <sighs> Poor Sam. I think it really, you know, we don't talk about it much here just because it's from Asara's perspective. And bless Asara, she's a bit selfish. Yeah. Um, especially at this time in her life. She was so especially wrapped up in her own problems. She doesn't really see what it does to Sam. But it's akin to Sam losing the only father figure he ever had. So he just... He doesn't know what to do. And that's probably, that's a big reason why everything just falls apart at this point. Nobody knows how to react to anything anymore. He had been the final linchpin holding me together, holding everything together. And none of it was enough. I hadn't spoken to him in years, but I figured out how to get it. It broke him. Yes, it did. He stopped functioning. Even though Sam was now a true accident. I feel like there is something we should be talking about here, but I don't know what. And it's one of those moments of I'm sitting here going, what can I talk about that's not a massive spoiler for the rest of the season? I know. And what can I talk about now that you haven't already heard before? And that was when Owen and I fell out. What will be interesting is whenever I do novelize these, a lot of this is going to come out in the books that you didn't see, or that we had to kind of go really quickly. Yeah. What in hell do you care about, you sorry old man? You hardly knew. Just tell me what to do. You're not leaving. But you know, things like, things like what happened to Tara, that's been foreshadowed throughout the whole show. But I know a lot of people assumed that Lilith was talking about a husband. Yeah. Because there was no mention of gender ever. Oh, this scene. You're not going anywhere. 
this scene. Bless you, woman. You drew me a cover with this scene on it. I, I love did. You. I did. You requested it, though, so it's not like I'm just drawing it for funds. That makes me sound like such a weirdo. You could have just said you drew it because you thought it was good. Yeah, it's more fun to say it that way, though. She's mean to me. You're mean to me. And I did draw it for funds. You're fired. Oh, that's not true. You're fired from everything. That's not true. <laughs> and if that is true, woohoo! Free day tomorrow! <laughs> Where have you been? Out. I'm working. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the background, Exodus is blowing crap up because yep. he's mad. I'm sorry. Seriously, I thought we were going out of business. He is getting so possessive and creepy. Asara, run away. Too late. Damage has been done. No kidding on that one. Everything's just fine. I don't want to talk about anything. She's such a bad liar, too. She is. Oh, Asara, you were never gonna have a good life. Just that was the way it was always fated to be. You couldn't have escaped this if you tried. Yeah. Well, it's like there's something that Z said when Z died. She said to Roxy that the weird thing about seeing the, your fate is knowing that no matter what choice you make, it's still going to end up the same way. And that's yeah. like, like, and I hate, like, I like, I like both love and hate predestination, but I think in some cases there is a sense of predestination. Yeah. And I think for, the, especially for Asara these. and for Z, they would have always ended up that way. Jaina might not have always ended up in the position position she was by the end of the show, but yeah. Asara's fate was pretty much set. Yeah. I got your message, but I don't have a lot of time. What? Oi. And everything goes downhill. Not have you running off. Yep. Why would I do this? Because you're not going to like what you have to say. It's an intervention. There's no Dr. Phil. <laughs> no, Dr. Phil, just lots of magic. I'm not avoiding you. Magic vengeance? You distracted, yes. Erratic. He sounds so wee! I know! He's a little wee one. You don't have anything you should be doing that means you can't talk to me. Wow, this sounds suspiciously like a lecture. It's an intervention. Concern? You are our concern, Asara. You've been acting oddly for months, and, and now, now is it? Now what? <laughs> oh, poor Noir. Stomach, die. What the hell are you two idiots dancing around? You're pregnant. <laughs> you just didn't notice it, apparently. Nope. <laughs> She's got, like, a serious baby bump yeah. going, and she did not even... There's actually a medical condition where, where you have, like, pregnancy denial. That's a real thing. We know you are. And it's a demon baby, so that might have something to do with it. Yes. And you should have told us. Why? So you could take him from me? Uh oh, shit zone. Of 
course not. Of course. You will never get close to this child. Do you understand? Never. I almost demanded that you draw a sorrow like this. I thought about and it. And then I was like, I don't know if I can ha handle seeing that. You have to go after her. I honestly do not know what happened after that. Everything I know, I have to take it for what it was. And I do trust her. And now you all know truly why she was oh. stripped of her powers. To recap. She uh, totally did the monkey dance with Obsidian, and the influence of that made her all demonic. With the demon baby. With the demon baby, and they had no choice but to... After she killed several people, mistaking, people. mistaking them for demons. Yeah. Let's just say, not Asara's best year. She needed her powers taken away. Yeah. If she had kept them, who knows what would have happened. Oh, she would have destroyed part of the city. Yeah. It, she would have thought it Probably was Probably taken a bunch of people out, too. You know, she, would have, like, you know, she would have thought it was plagued or something yeah. and taken out half the city. Oh, Asara. And now you find out who the letter's to. Yeah. So she's writing this now. Because she knows she's about to die, and she's about to see her sister, who she's writing this to. Yep. Messed up. And here's sad. the crazy thing. I knew exactly when this was being written, back when I wrote episode 11. Yeah. And had a star reading and writing a book. Yep. And to think you guys almost didn't get this. Yeah. I almost, I almost decided I was not going to write a season four. Because the original arc was three years. I knew yep. it was three, three seasons. And then you uh, you were able to help me get... How did you put it in the interview? The thinks that I was thinking, but I didn't know how to think out yes. of my head. Yes, I got the thinks out of your head because I'm good with the thinks. But not numbers. <laughs> I can't numbers. You can't numbers. Uh, I like how her reaction is the same. Our reaction is the bitch, get out the room! Go! Run! It's alright. We can be together. It doesn't matter anymore. So he legitimately wants her with him. Mm -hmm. He would have dumped his sissy for her. Well, and that also explains his his descent into incompetence and yeah. madness towards the last half of third season when he loses Asara. Yep. He just, he can't do it anymore. He was so obsessed about her that he brought her back from the dead. Yep. And she realizes it. Yep. Is this more Zero Project? Mm-hmm. This is Disabled Emotions. It's a six-piece suite. I, I encourage you guys to download it. It's actually, the whole suite is amazing. The first part of it I use as Julian's theme. Okay. For lots of scenes with him and yeah. Tanya and a lot of his angst stuff. And the rest of them are all Asara or Sam. Gotcha. They're really good for Asara. Yeah, and the, the, the one that follows this is also from that same suite. 
I had picked both pieces because I wanted I wanted symmetry between her her realization of what had happened and the actual stripping of her powers. so bad. Yeah. God, this hurts so bad. She but doesn't, so she good. can't even. Oh, yeah. You realize that this is like a feels machine. It is. This episode is full of feels. It is. And they're all bad feels. I'm sorry. I everything can't. is a Sara and everything hurts. Yes. <laughs> Ugly crying. Ugly crying. Yes. Lots of ugly crying in this episode. Oh, poor Asara. Chained to the... And this is a fun story. Um, I wrote a short story version of this scene. Yeah. In college, and I had it. I still had it on my jump drive. So when I actually got around to writing this episode, you pulled up that. I pulled that up, and I pulled all the dialogue that I still liked from it. Not to sound like a rude or mean bee or anything like that. I'm surprised there was there was dialogue that you still. No, liked no, I was surprised too because I know the crap I used to write in college. Yeah, and when it's a. When it's 3 a.m. and you have assignment due for creative writing, you don't care what you're next writing. Morning, you're like, it could, I'm just gonna keyboard smash. There's words on the page. I win. Yeah. <laughs> and this was my highest rated one too. I, it, this one got peer reviewed the best. So how did you explain away the uh, forced um? What power losing in a short story for college? What do you mean? How like was it was it Jesus Avalon and all that? Oh, it? it was it was it it, it came, I came at it from a much more vague perspective okay. of a pre, of a magical priestess losing her powers. I mean, it was still on top of the Empire State Building. You still go through the flashback of her killing people. And you and knew then, it was Jesus Avalon. And I knew it was Jesus Avalon, but we ne I never stated the name of the hero. And gotcha. Noir was still the same name. Sam actually was not in that version. Gotcha. Um, because even though I knew Sam was in the show, I didn't know if I wanted to write. I didn't know at the time if I wanted him there for this part. For this part. Um, and uh, and so so I wrote all the way through it, and like it was like a three paragraph description of the stripping. The stripping is actually way more in detail because well, yeah, I mean, even even book, from the monologue that I have here, which was direct lines from that that that, that, that description. I didn't know anything was wrong. You killed five people because you didn't. Oh, Noir. God damn it, Hackney! Hackney? You're fired! No, wait, come back, we love you! <laughs> oh, he sounds so dead inside right there. Both no And it's so sad, because Sam is just, like, devastated. He just doesn't even... Yeah. He hates everything about what's happening. The last thing he ever wants to see is them do something like this. He just but sounds he broken, doesn't, like utterly. There is nothing he can do, and he knows it. And Noir is just beyond infuriated yeah. and disgusted and terrified mm -hmm. and saddened all at once. Oh, God, and the bargaining begins. 
I'm afraid I cannot do that for you, Asara. Your punishment is far worse. The gods don't take kindly to murderers, especially when one of their own forgets it. I know it means to. Please. Don't make me have to carry this with me. Nope. I'm sorry. You are no longer worthy of the mantle that you hold. You have betrayed the gods, and they have wept for your soul. Uh, she's lucky she didn't die. Oh, they intentionally made sure she wouldn't die. I know. But yeah. But she would have preferred that. You have no right to bear the title of Avalon. I hereby strip you of the thread in your soul that the crown has woven. May the gods forgive you, and may the throat be forgiven. By the gods, strip you of your mantle. So many feel. So how did you get that scream recorded? <laughs> well, we live in a very small apartment with as you small can hear about two seconds. There's a version with me screaming it with with no buffer. Um, I did one take of that with a scream with me just flat out screaming mm -hmm. and realized I would probably scare the crap out of the neighbor. Yeah. So I quickly grabbed a towel, gotcha. brought it back, and that's where I came up with the idea for binding her mouth. That was actually not in the script originally. Gotcha. And it wound up being, I think, much more uh, emotional and poignant at that point when you realize that Sam uh, gave her something to bite down onto. Poor. Poor, poor Sam and poor Asara. It, it took something from me that I never asked for. And of course, poor Noir, because I can't imagine anything worse than knowing that the person you've just spent years and years trying to teach everything you can and instill in them all the values they need has ultimately failed you. Yep. But it's all as though I have cast the fire and ice for her. Poor Sara. Poor Sara. Poor Sara. Yeah, that one they weren't expecting. She lost the baby. They were expecting she would still keep the baby. Nope. That the baby would be cleansed. Nope. Something went very wrong. Something went very wrong. <laughs> You're so good at that broken... I do... I... <laughs> I, I do crying really well. I like crying, oddly enough. I say that, and now I'm going to regret you don't that forever. Say. Because everything I'm in now, people will make me cry. Kind of like how Mindy had to cry a ton for like a whole year once. Um, yep. But no, like I, I, I like it because I will come home after a stressful day and do it. So I, it will be perfect catharsis. So. Also, I do think I sound pretty good crying. Like yeah. It, I feel I capture that emotion pretty well. Nope. She needed vindication. Yeah. Nope. 
Oh, I can't say anything. Well, yeah, someone would be. Nope. My suffering was a thing of vain. Your suffering was in vain. Yeah. (laughs) People don't know what I know. So I have to shut my mouth. Yeah, shut your mouth. You might have already given it away. Nah. Feels and things and stuff and things. Go to Tumblr. <laughs> no, just that just that Sora doesn't get to have any kind of happy ending. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, that's totally true. That would be a happy ending of sorts, and that's not what she gets. No, you're right. You're I, I agree. I pulled that directly from the episode. I didn't bother doing re-records with you and I. I just pulled those two lines directly from episode. Yeah. One. I was like, why? I want you I want it. the consistency. Oh, I remember recording that scene. That was right after you moved in with me. Oh, she's getting schmoopy. Pay attention to you being creepy. And then I killed you. Episodes. Writing them were rough. Mixing them was even ru- rougher, and then having to having to hear them all together was just. Chris Perkin as Obsidian. I f- I am so totally drained now. Was it good for you, baby? <laughs> no. Oh, everything hurts. Doctor Matthews. Well then. At least we can say that you can come back next month for a new episode of the yes. that will have less pain. It won't hurt quite as much. The next episode has considerably less pain. And hey, you get to see your main characters again. I know you guys have missed them. And then there's there's another episode of less pain, and then it kind of goes back downhill from there. Welcome to Genesis Avalon. <laughs> We're so glad you could have joined us this late in the game. We're kind uh, of like Supernatural, where it starts out nice, and then it just gets so many angry feels. from there. <laughs> So, anyway, guys, let us know what you think. If you enjoyed it, awesome. Tell us on Twitter. You can follow me at, at Genesis Avalon. You can follow Chris at, at uh, Kristen Bays. Kristen Bays. Um, you can email me at kat at pendantaudio.com. Um, the same goes for you. K-R-I-S-T and at pendantaudio.com. Yep. Um, you can also let us know by going to the Yahoo groups at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant. You can also leave us a message on the comment section on the website, pendantaudio.com. Or on any social media page of Exactly. There is a Tumblr. You feel free to reblog this and let everybody know. Um, Preferably with gifts. Reaction gifts. I love those. They're my favorite thing ever. Um, As everybody who follows me on Tumblr would know. Um, And, uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. I feel like we missed a social media avenue, but that's all right. Hey, let's turn that off. Episodes of other shows that start playing randomly because <laughs> I, I don't just, do. I'll okay. stop it before there. Okay. Let's go ahead and. No, but this is funny. This is comedy gold. No, turn it off. We're done. Bye. Bye.